What's up, Motion students? This is Pastor Luke back with another episode of the Motions Student Podcast. Today we're recapping uh, the sermon that we had on Sunday. So we're going to be in the last chapter of Acts, just as we were um, on Sunday night. Now I'm going to open up to Acts. Now, um, in Acts, we have to be reminded ourselves that we're also kind of in Acts and Isaiah, right? Remember, we, re- we remember that Isaiah um, was called by God and, and Isaiah said, Lord, here am I, send me. Although, you know, the, the people of the time might not have ears to hear, uh, might not have eyes to see, God, I will still go and I will be ob- still ob- be obedient uh, to you. And so I'm going to read uh, what it says after uh, this portion, right? Remember, like the the the, the portion Acts twenty eight uh, verse twenty six through twenty seven is kind of the go to this people and say you will indeed hear but never understand. You will indeed see but not perceive. Um, the people's hearts will be dull and all this. Verse twenty eight uh, in this same uh, chapter of uh, chapter eight of Acts, verse twenty eight. It says, "Therefore, let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles, and they will listen." See, this is the difference, guys, that I want you to hear about being bold and sharing the gospel. There was a time in the Old Testament where people were just completely abandoning the faith. And to be completely honest with you, it's very, very similar about the time in which we live today is that people are abandoning the faith at, in large numbers. And it's really sad to see, but I also think there's, a, there's been a, res, a lack of response of believers that has gotten us to this place. Now, in Isaiah, it just kind of leaves us with, and their hearts will be dull, See, in Acts, things change because of, of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Therefore, let it be known. God's changing the script here. Let it be known that the, that the salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles and they will listen. When the disciples say, Jesus, you are asking me to follow, pick up my cross daily and follow after you, and I will. And you'll, it, the, the, the New Testament says, and your word will not return void, which means when we preach, they listen. When the, when the power of the gospel is at hand, there is no denying it. You see, I think it's so often sometimes we start to, to debate in our head, like, is this true or not? See, the debate is not is it if this true. It's, it's, the debate is if we believe. That's the bottom line. We, it's hard. You can't debate, right? You can doubt, but the, the, the power of the, God, of the God of the universe that we serve is undeniable. And you see... It finishes um, of, of chapter 28 with, with verse 30 and 31 saying, He lived there two whole years, speaking of, of Paul, speaking uh, of Paul, we talked about this on Sunday night, if, if you remember, of Paul speaking to the Roman higher-ups about the gospel, even though some of them did not believe, uh, a lot of them were Gentile, and he's, he's, he, he's been told that the Gentiles will be open to the gospel. So he lived there for two whole years at his own expense, welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. 
although he was going there to be put in captivity, although he was going there to be put on trial, all of a sudden he begins to preach the gospel. Now, it sounds so bold of Paul, but really Paul was just understanding that his actions were beginning to display his affections for God, that his affections for Jesus were so much that his actions just played right in, just followed suit. For him, it was impossible to have affections for Jesus and not that, that be followed up with actions. And I actually believe that's true in the Christian life, that our affections towards Jesus, if we truly are affectionate toward him, then our actions will just kind of follow in. It's one in the same. See, if you look back at the beginning of Acts in chapter 2, verse 42, it says, And they all begin to, to have fellowship with one another and praising God. So they were actually the, the very beginning of the church, the very first church, the first century church was forming. And this was not a popular thing, but they did not care because the Holy Spirit was present. This was just after the, the Passover, the, the, the Passover feast, and the Holy Spirit had ascended or descended down onto this earth and, and filled the people. You see, in that moment, there would have never been people who sat on the fence. That would have been an unrealistic thing to even consider. Why would you go through all that persecution and ridicule if you were just kind of like, yeah, there might be a God? You see, today we split up between followers and believers. Yeah, I believe there's a God. And no, I actually follow after that God. And students, I want you to know today that God is calling us to follow after him, to seek after his heart, to pray that he moves in big ways. And if you are sitting there thinking, yeah, I've heard that all the time, and nah, I don't know if this is for me, or your actions are saying that for you, I want you to hear this. I was listening to a, a, a pastor preach the other day, and he said, familiarity breeds unbelief. Familiarity breeds unbelief. Becoming so familiar with something that you actually become numb to it. Which is such a sad situation if that's actually your reality, that you've been to church every time the doors open or you've gone your whole life and your parents believe and you're using that as an excuse as I've just been here the whole time. But you've actually never seen God, God work. You've actually never believed that God could work. I think it's now it's time for student emotion, student ministries to start to believe that God will work. God will show up. The God that we are interacting with, praying to, believe in, is God who wants to change lives. It says in verse 28, Therefore let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles, and they will listen, that the word of the Lord will not return void. That if we as students begin to share the gospel, we are becoming obedient in that, and also that people's lives will be changed. Where the gospel is, is where freedom is. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. How do we receive the Spirit of the Lord? Through salvation. Where salvation is, there is freedom. This is a world that needs freedom. We have to change the way we we, we look at what we do and what the Christian life means to us. It's so funny. Sometimes we'll pray or we will pray prayers that we don't believe will get answered and then we get mad at God on the back end for not answering the prayers in which we didn't believe could actually happen. Or even sadder than that, 
we only pray before a meal. We've dumbed prayer down to a little saying right before we get to eat our delicious Qdoba. That's a sad reality. And if that's you, I pray for you right now. That you know that it's time to step into what God has for you. You are loved. Go in peace.